0: This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of types of bone from the basic science section on orthobullets.com. Bone can be classified based on both anatomy and structure. In the anatomic classification, you have long bones and flat bones. In the structural classification, at the macroscopic level, you have cortical bone and cancellous bone, and at the microscopic level, you have lamellar bone and woven bone. So again, bone can be classified based on both anatomy and structure, and in the anatomic classification, you have long bones and flat bones. In the structural classification, at the macroscopic level, you have cortical bone and cancellous bone, while at the microscopic level, you have lamellar bone and woven bone. Now let's talk about the anatomic classification in a bit more detail. So examples of long bones include the femur, the humerus, the tibia, and forearm bones. There are three anatomic regions in long bones, the diaphysis, the metaphysis, and the epiphysis. The diaphysis is the thick cortical bone surrounding a central canal of cancellous bone. The outer region is covered by periosteum. The metaphysis is thin cortical bone surrounding loose trabecular bone. Finally, the epiphysis is the end of the bone that forms the articular surface. It contains the physis and the subchondral region under the articular cartilage. So, again, there are three anatomic regions in long bones the diaphysis, metaphysis, and epiphysis. The diaphysis is the thick cortical bone surrounding a central canal of cancellous bone, and the outer region is covered by periosteum. The metaphysis is thin cortical bone surrounding loose trabecular bone, and the epiphysis is the end of the bone that forms the articular surface and contains the physis and subchondral region under the articular cartilage. Examples of flat bones include the skull, the pelvis, and the scapula. These have varied structure of either purely cortical bone or cortical bone with a thin central trabecular region. Now let's talk about the macroscopic structural classification in a bit more detail. So you have cortical bone and cancellous bone, otherwise known as spongy or trabecular bone. Cortical bone makes up 80% of the skeleton. As far as the metabolism, it's characterized by a slow turnover rate and a high Young's modulus. Again, cortical bone metabolism is characterized by a slow turnover rate and a high Young's modulus. As far as the structure of cortical bone, it's made of packed osteons or haversian systems. With respect to osteons, the outer border is defined by cement lines. Vascular canals contain arterioles, venules, capillaries, and nerves. If oriented along the long axis of the bone, they're known as herversion canals. If oriented transversely to the long axis of bone, they're known as Volkmann's canals. So, again, vascular canals contain arterioles, venules, capillaries, and nerves. And if they're oriented along the long axis of the bone, they're known as herversion canals. And if oriented transversely to the long axis of the bone, they're known as Volkmann's canals. Finally, interstitial lamellae is the region between the osteons. Moving on to cancellous bone, otherwise known as spongy or trabecular bone, as far as the metabolism, this has a lower Young's modulus and is more elastic than cortical bone, and as far as the structure, bony struts are organized into a loose network within cancellous bone. Each strut is approximately 200 micrometers in diameter. 30 to 90% of cancellous bone is porous and contains bone marrow. And remember that cancellous bone has increased porosity in osteoporosis. So again, cancellous bone, otherwise known as spongy or trabecular bone, has a lower Young's modulus and is more elastic than cortical bone, and has a high turnover to remodel according to stress across the bone. As far as the structure of cancellous bone, they are bony struts organized into a loose network. Each strut is approximately 200 micrometers in diameter, 30 to 90% of cancellous bone is porous and contains bone marrow. And cancellous bone has increased porosity in osteoporosis. Finally, let's talk about the microscopic structural classification of bone in a bit more detail. So woven bone is immature or pathologic bone that is woven and random and is not stress-oriented. So again, woven bone is immature or pathologic bone that is woven and random and is not stress-oriented. Compared to lamellar bone, woven bone has more osteocytes per unit of volume and has a higher turnover rate. Woven bone is weaker and more flexible than lamellar bone. Again, woven bone is weaker and more flexible than lamellar bone. Lamellar bone is secondary bone created by remodeling woven bone. It's organized and stress-oriented, and it's stronger and less flexible than woven bone. So again, lamellar bone is secondary bone created by remodeling of woven bone. It's organized and stress-oriented, and it's also stronger and less flexible than woven bone. That's all for this review about types of bone. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education.